When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yeah, morning everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It's Wednesday morning, middle of the week, 17th of August 2022. Daniel Pedgrew with you broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 the phone number. You can text 04. 04- Five seven seven three six seven three six. If you want to get in contact with us over the next hour before breakfast with Fossey and Brandy through eleven seventy a.m. in Sydney, and of course Patton Hills up in Queensland through SENQ six nine three and SEN sixteen twenty a.m. Good to be with you. Lots to be talking about this morning. Now we still don't know where the NRL Grand Final is going to be. But there's been a fresh twist, apparently. We will get to that very, very soon. Still drama at the Newcastle Knights. Um, And we're also going to have a chat with Matty Cox in Melbourne in just over 10 minutes' time from now to find out what's been going on in the world of AFL. And we'll fill him in on some of the stuff that is going on in the NRL as well. So big show as per usual, one 1170 457 736 It's one and a half past five. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Just before we get to the news of the day, we're three weeks out from the final series. Really now time for the nine teams that are really still in contention for the Premiership to start hitting their straps. So I want to know from you on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 who is going to be the NRL's most valuable player, most influential player over the course of the next seven or eight weeks? Who is going to be, who is the NRL's most valuable player? Who is going to control this season for their team and help them take out the premiership. Who is going to step up in the next seven or eight weeks until we hit grand final day on that first Sunday in October? Who do you think on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is the most valuable player in the NRL? Who are you expecting to be the best player? We were talking the other day about how good Ben Hunt has been throughout the whole year for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. We saw it again on Sunday against the Raiders, but they're not going to be, unless by some miracle of nature, they're not going to be involved in the final series this year. So who is going to step up? Who is going to be the player that takes control of the NRL over the next seven or eight weeks and leads their team to premiership glory? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. There is a lot 
of players you could choose from. Happy to hear from you. Looking forward to hearing from you on the text, on the calls, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The player that is going to stand up in the next seven or eight weeks as we head towards grand final day. Now, speaking of the grand final, I think everyone is probably a little over this story, but there has been a bit of a fresh twist overnight, and it is now Queensland that is in the box seat. And this leads, this is front page, back page of the different papers around New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, Yeah, so Queensland in the box seat to sensationally steal the NRL grand final after a fresh breakdown and talks between ARL commission boss Peter Volandes and the New South Wales government. Now, it's been revealed by the News Corp papers that the Queensland government is rated a 60-40 chance to pull off a $10 million Suncorp Stadium heist ahead of Wednesday's ARL Commission. So today's ARL Commission board meeting, that will decide the location of this year's decider. Now, as I said yesterday, usually tickets are on sale way before now. We're only six or seven weeks away from the grand final, and we still don't know where it's going to be played. However, we are led to believe that we will know later on today. Volandi's revealed the final call is on a knife's edge after another round of high-powered negotiations with the New South Wales and Queensland governments yesterday. The New South Wales government has been at war with Volandi's for the past fortnight after Premier Dominic Perrottet revealed an $800 million suburban stadium funding plan was in jeopardy due to the southern state's flood crisis. Despite, though, the war of words... The New South Wales government was tipped to clinch the 2022 grand final, given the NRL's contractual commitment to stage the decider in Sydney until 2042. But in the twist, it's like an episode of Home and Away, the ARL commission is leaning towards awarding the NRL grand final to Queensland Suncorp Stadium for the second consecutive year. It is understood that the latest increased offer from New South Wales is still less profitable to the NRL than what was on the table from Queensland. Now, if New South Wales are to lose the grand final, it will come, obviously, at a crushing blow for Dominic Perrottet and the New South Wales government, which has until midday today to table a final offer. The ARL Commission has a meeting scheduled for 5pm tonight to make a final decision. Well-placed sources have said as it stands, the Queensland government has edged ahead of their New South Wales counterparts. Um, The New South Wales government has upped the ante, though, in the last 24 hours with an increased offer. Uh, And Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk came to the rescue of the NRL last season, as we know, during the COVID crisis. So Volandi said, we are making a final call on Wednesday today. I have to be honest, I don't know the answer right now. For the first time in my career, I can't tell you one way or uh, or the other. So there you go. He also says, we will bite the bullet. Like any good board, we needed more information. We need to have the maximum amount of information to make the best decision we can make. This morning, we didn't have enough information. It's on a knife's edge. For the first time in career, in my career, he said again, I can't tell you one way or another. So we'll wait and see what happens. Supposedly a decision today, later on a meeting at 5 p.m. tonight to decide where the 2022 NRL Grand Final is going to be. I would be interested to hear your thoughts, just not so much on this. I mean, it's going to be wherever they decide it to be. 
Um, I'm one for having it in Sydney. However, I do think we've probably now reached a point, and, and it is interesting because there, there's two ways of looking at this. Um, obviously, it was played in Queensland last year due to COVID, um, and there was not much anyone could do about that. One line of thinking is that it's always been played in Sydney. It should always be played in Sydney. Um, and I look off for a long time. I've been that way of thinking, and I wouldn't be against that. However, I do think we may be at the stage now, especially with the Dolphins coming in as well for another Queensland team, to potentially play the grand final in Queensland maybe once every five years. Um, I don't think it should be every year, and I don't think we should be going through this tug of war at the moment that we're seeing between uh, the NRL, the New South Wales government, and the Queensland government. Um, It really should be set in stone. But I wouldn't have a huge issue with a lot of notice for the grand final to be moved to Queensland once every four or five years. Um, You do need to give people notice because you need tickets to be on sale in June and July. And I do appreciate as well, um, having had a team in the grand final a few times, that a lot of people don't buy their grand final tickets until they find out if their team is qualified or not. Um, And I know in past years, the NRL, I think, have left about 10,000 tickets to each team's fans to get on that Monday or Tuesday once we know who's going to be playing in the grand final. But a lot of people, uh, and I have done this myself, go along just to be a neutral. So you kind of need to know that um, beforehand. So as I said, I I don't know where this year's grand final is going to be, but would you have an issue with it being played in Queensland? I know our Queensland listeners would love it um, every three, four, five years. 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Really interested to hear from you, and we'll have a chat with Matty Cox about it in about five minutes because you could never see the AFL grand final outside of a pandemic being moved anywhere other than Melbourne. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And just before a break, your most valuable players as well heading to the last few rounds before the finals. Who's going to stand up over the next six or seven weeks of footy? Yeovil Treewins kicked us off saying, Hi Dan, I think when the storm get all their expected players back, that should provide the platform for Cameron Munster to be the X factor over the remainder of the season. Hard to argue with that, Cam Munster. He was so good in state of origin. So 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. We'll take a break and we'll have a chat with Maddie Cox. And the other side of this, it's 10 past five. Yeah, good to have you come. You're going to have a chat with Maddie Cox in about 20 seconds from now. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Heaps of text there. I'll get to them in just a second. Who's going to be the most valuable player in the NRL over the course of the next seven weeks? And the NRL Grand Final, should it stay in Sydney or should it go elsewhere? Good morning to you, Dan. What's Sydney Town like this morning, Mo- this Wednesday? Morning, Matty. Uh, quite nice tonight. Uh, tonight, I think. Well, no, this morning. <laughs> oh, you know, these hours, you never know. Uh, no, very nice. Not raining for a change, which is good. 
Oh, that, that, that is a positive, given that the, your neck of the woods looks like it's got a bit of rain forecast for the next mm. six months, but that's a, a yes. different issue. Did see that on the news. Thankfully, I'm going overseas for five weeks, so I'll miss yeah. half of that. Um, yeah, lucky you. Yes, yeah. I know. Not for Must a few. be on a good wicket up in uh, Sydney, <laughs> yeah, down yeah. on uh, 1170. Yeah, I wish. Uh, now, <laughs> Maddie, what is going on with Essendon? We've seen bits and pieces uh, up here in Sydney, but can you fill the listers in on what exactly has happened and is going to be happening? Uh, I can't tell you what's going to be happening <laughs> no. because it's uh, it's it's a mess to uh, put it completely honest to you, Dan. It's all erupted since this eighty-four point loss on the weekend to Port Adelaide. There's the the board apparently met prior to this, so there were some decisions that were reportedly made prior to the uh, the extraordinary loss, but I think that expedited things uh, on Sunday. Night and then Monday it all blew up. It uh, we when I say we, and I've got a bit of an attachment to the Essendon <laughs> Football Club, so I've got to be very careful here. Um, the president of the Essendon Footy Club, Paul Brasher, he was uh, or he resigned according to the club's statement. And David Barham, who some may know, who has done some stuff with Channel Ten and known yeah. for his work with the Big Bash, yeah. he's been installed as the new president of the Essendon Football Club. And it largely stems from the review that was called earlier in the year, largely by Paul Brasher himself. There was a bit of disharmony amongst the board that Paul had made the decision for an internal review. That was tabled two weeks ago. And there were members of the board that weren't satisfied with what the review had concluded and had called for an external review. So that started to shift things. The knock-on impact here is the position of the coach, Ben Rutten, that was um, spoken about on Monday, or there were various reports about whether he was still at the club or whether he'd been sacked Mm. or whether he would be finishing up after the final game of the home-and-away season this weekend. As it stands right now, he's still at the club. He walked into the club early yesterday morning. He took training yesterday. There was vision of him walking around out on the track with the assistant coaches and playing group and then left pretty defiantly yesterday morning, uh, last night, sorry, and uh, he still holds the position of senior coach. The backdrop to all this is that the most successful coach of the modern era, Alistair Clarkson, is hovering in the background. He was tipped to sign with North Melbourne this week, who have been searching for a new coach after sacking David Noble a little earlier in the year. And it seemed to be the direction that it was going. There's a little bit of romance too there, given that Clarko had played for North Melbourne. So there's that little bit of romantic attached to it, but the spanner has been thrown in the works and it seems as if Essendon are either attempting to make contact, they've either made contact yesterday with Clarkson's management regarding interest in the role. So it seems as though this is the direction that it is heading down. Where that decision is placed with the external review, which is thought by many to take around six weeks who knows? We do know, though, yesterday that the Giants are out of the race for Alistair Clarkson. He informed the club mm. yesterday, mm. Um, and our very own Jared Waitley breaking this news yesterday afternoon, that his intention was to remain in Victoria. So he is now out of the race for the Giants' role, and it's widely tipped that Adam Uze, who spent time under Clarko at Hawthorne and uh, now at Melbourne, uh, may assume the role up.
there. Uh, he's vying with a couple of others, including the interim coach, Mark McVeigh. So that's the landscape as it is. There's nothing official. There was no real movement out at uh, Essendon's headquarters in Tullamarine yesterday, but it's all a very messy situation. All sounds very messy, although we can't really talk here in the NRL. We've had a few messy situations over the past 48 hours or so. Um, Matty, grand final, would it ever be played? The AFL grand final, take COVID aside, could you ever see it being played outside of Melbourne, the AFL grand final? I know the direction you're heading down with this uh, question, Dan. I don't... Well, I'll put it to you this way. If you'd asked me that question five years ago, given that I'm very much a traditionalist and I'm also from Victoria, which probably doesn't help the answer to this question, but I would have said no. I would have said there's a contract at the MCG for the next 50 years and it'd probably be re-signed beyond that. It will stay at the MCG because of the capacity, et cetera, et cetera. After what we've been through in COVID and after seeing the spectacles in Brisbane and, and Perth and what they had to offer, there's a slim... The, the, the opportunity, I think, is there to explore mm-hmm. how, how we take it away. I don't want it to move from the MCG. I still think that last Saturday in September, and I'm very much of an afternoon man as well, mm. that afternoon game on a Saturday afternoon when the MCG is full... There's no better atmosphere. Mm. There's no better atmosphere. But but I think it is worth, given that we are now a national competition and given what we've seen in the last couple of years is that other venues, other states are able to pull it off, I think we need to be more open mm. to considering using venues around the country. But I, th- I still think it will remain in Victoria. And given that there is a contract in play until 2040 or 2050 around that point in time. I, I don't see it moving in the near future, but I think there's more consideration now to it than what there was. Your decision, mm. I'm keen to hear what you think, because <laughs> the the concern around where the grand final for the NRL is going to be held this year, it's becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger issue by the day. Yeah, look, I, I think, well, apparently we're going to make a decision today. There's a meeting at 5pm tonight and the decision will be made uh, as I mentioned to my listeners before the break it's now 60-40 chats apparently that it's going to be held in Queensland let's just wait and see what happens with that Uh, I've sort of got two takes on it Um, I think firstly this decision just needs to be made we're only what six or seven weeks away from the grand final but take that out of the equation for a moment if and I said before the break if we could get Maybe, and we're getting the Dolphins into the NRL as well, so another Queensland team next year. I, look, I personally would love to see the grand final be played in Sydney every year, but I'm a bit like you when it comes to NRL, where I think if it was set in stone, I wouldn't have a huge issue with the grand final being played in Queensland once every four or five years. I think what the issue is for a lot of people at the moment is the fact that we just don't know where it is going to be played. And usually, as I've said a couple of times, usually tickets would be on sale uh, ages ago now. So hopefully we get a decision over the next 24 or so hours. If it is taken away from Sydney, though, uh, that is not going to be a good look for our New South Wales government. The, The interesting thing about this is there is a contract in place to play the grand final in Sydney until at least 2042. So I'm not sure how much that 
holds in all of this, but it is going to be really interesting to see which way they do go when they do make that final decision. And this all stems from the argument, I suppose you could call it, between the Rugby League Commission and the New South Wales government over its venues. Yes. Uh, so Peter Volandis and the ARLC and the NRL wanted their suburban grounds to be upgraded. The New South Wales government wanting to use more of that money uh, for floods and uh, the natural disasters we've had over the past a year or so. Uh, I think I read the other day, they're not saying no to upgrading these suburban grounds, but they just have to be careful with the way they manage their money. Um, obviously, we've got a new stadium, a brand new stadium opening in two weeks, just over two weeks at Allianz Stadium uh, in Moore Park next to the Sydney Cricket Ground. But now they want places like Leichhardt Oval. And I don't know if you saw that vision just quickly, Maddie, a couple of weeks ago where a bit of the... Uh, grandstand behind the post fell down in a club mm. rugby match. So, look, these places probably do need to be upgraded, um, but that is where we are at with the Stoush, and we're going to have to wait and see uh, what happens in terms of the grand final. Is it the best thing to describe as we depart this morning, Dan, that our codes, there's a bit of a mess that needs to be tidied up over the course of the next seven days? Yes, I think so, <laughs> definitely, and not just in terms of the NRL grand final either. Just quickly, because we want, uh, we're, well, you're one week away from the finals, last round this weekend. We're three rounds left, so it's really getting exciting. It'd just be nice to know where everything is going to be played over the next seven or eight weeks. Yes, and at least we've got some certainty. The only uncertainty we've got is where those games yeah. are going to be played based on the ladder positions because it's a, an intriguing final round that lies ahead. And the Sydney Swans are right in the thick of it. And they don't play until the end of the round on Sunday twilight. So it's going to be a very interesting round to finish the home and away season in the AFL. Good on you, Dan. I appreciate chatting to you, mate. Thanks, mate. Let's chat next week. Will do. Matty Cox there in Melbourne. Must get some of that music he plays. It's very good. Uh, We'll talk to him again next week. Yeah, the Swans sitting in second position will play St Kilda. That will be, uh, as he said, the last game. I think it is actually the final game of the regular AFL season. Interesting what he had to say, and there's a few texts I'll get to in just a second after the next break about uh, the grand final, that he is open to the AFL moving. Um, I look at the grand final... Every now and again, look, I think the COVID pandemic has probably shown us that this can happen. Um, I just think we just need a decision uh, to be made. I will get to your texts 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Where would you like the NRL Grand Final to be played? Would you be open to the idea of the NRL Grand Final being moved to Queensland and would you not every year but once every few years or are you someone that thinks it should always be played in Sydney and also uh, with the final series approaching want to know your most valuable player who is going to be the most valuable player who's going to stand up in the run to the NRL finals and in the NRL finals to potentially lead their team to premiership glory it's our Makita power play this morning don't forget this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. So happy to hear from you on that or anything else. We'll get to some of the other news, your texts, and much more on the other side of this. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is 27 past five. 2926. Good to be with you on this Wednesday morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. This one from Carmelo. He says, I have a feeling Dom Perrottet will be drinking house beer today at 5 p.m. Now, Camelo, does that... Well, see, it depends. If he likes house beer, 
it might be the way he, he celebrates. Or is he not going to be celebrating? Get back to me on that one. Uh, 0457 736 736 1300 01170. Thank you, Camelo. Please confirm. He, look, he might. House beer might be his drink of choice. Um, this one from James. It's a money grab. Uh, no concern for the fans. After the NRL brought the Canberra Hotel on Caxton Street, they will make excuses to put more big games up there. Yeah, well, that, look, they did buy that uh, hotel. That is 100% sure. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. As I said with Maddie as well, there is a contract in place to play the grand final until 2042 in Queensland, uh, in New South Wales. So I'm not sure what happens with that if they do make the decision later on today to take the grand final to Queensland. I would also love to hear from any of our Queensland listeners, one of our Queensland listeners, particularly on the open line this morning, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. if you're listening on the app or through 693 uh, in Brisbane or 1620am on the Gold Coast, what would it mean if you are in Queensland to get the grand final again? No, Queensland obviously had the grand final last year. Um, that was due to the COVID situation. But um, I'd love to hear from you. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 736 736. Your thoughts. What would it mean to have a grand final in a normal year? Um, would it, it would do wonders for the game. Um, and would you go to it? Even if your team wasn't going to be playing, obviously the Broncos are going to be in the finals and the Cowboys are a really big chance uh, sitting in second position at the moment to be featuring in that grand final. But... Even if the two Queensland teams weren't playing, would it still be a sellout? What would it mean to the Queensland fans listening to us? Now, Queensland listeners listening to us through 6, 9, 3 a.m. and 16, 20 a.m. on the Gold Coast. Love to hear from you. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Do you think it would be sold out either way? I think it probably would be. Or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Love to hear from you this morning over the course of the next 25 or so minutes. This from the Greenkeeping Rooster. Morning, Dan. Rugby league over... Uh, has thrown traditions uh, out of the game in the bin with last week's newspaper. Sydney is the traditional home of the grand final, and that's where it should be played. You wouldn't see the AFL doing this uh, about the MCG and their grand final. That one from the Green Keeping Rooster. Look, I agree with you, uh, Green Keeping, in terms of what um, the AFL would do. I know Maddie said he personally would be open to potentially seeing the AFL grand final being moved around, I would be surprised, and he said I think there's a contract until 2040, 2050 in the AFL, I would be surprised outside of a situation where we've had the past couple of years. And and look, where the AFL grand final has been and the way they've done the AFL grand final over the past couple of years has been exceptional. But in a normal year, as we are now, for all intents and purposes, um... I can't see the AFL Grand Final ever being moved out of Queensland. But uh, thank you for that one. Out of Melbourne to another state. But thank you for that one, Green Keeping Rooster. Back to your text, back to your calls in a second. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 Just some of the other news before I get back to your text. The Knights. Now, we know about Kalen Ponger and Kurt Mann. Um, they have now been tested, target tested for illicit drugs by the NRL in the wake of uh, the infamous toilet cubicle video. Testing agents employed by the NRL were sent to Newcastle on Monday where Ponga and Mann were required to provide a sample. Now, uh, 
According to uh, NRL 360 on Fox League last night, the duo risk being banned under the NRL's three-strike policy if they return a positive sample. The severity of any penalty depends on whether a positive sample is a first, second or third offence. It's been reported that Ponga was feeling ill, leading to man aiding his captain inside the cubicle. Uh, New Knights head of football Peter Parr has taken aim at the playing group, saying there has been a lack of leadership as he tries you can say that again as he tries to repair the club's woes on and off the field. Um, now, according to News Corp, the Knights will not strip Caelan Ponga of the captaincy and we will back him to lead Newcastle out of their season of despair. Uh, so apparently he's going to remain captain. Uh, it can also be revealed Peter Parr will read the Riot Act to the entire NRL squad following revelations players are turning up to training late and not wearing appropriate club uniform at all times. And the Knights were still trying to deal, as we know, with the fallout from the Ponga and Kurt Mann incident uh, when they were faced with another problem when outside backs Bradman Best and Ernie Tuala were stood down for not meeting team standards. The pair were axed from the NRL after being late for the team bus in Brisbane on Sunday. They will play New South Wales Cup this weekend. Uh, Parr said yesterday they were late for the team bus on Sunday morning. They weren't late by a long period of time. They didn't meet the standards necessary. This is after David Clemmer was suspended for one game earlier this month after an on-field run-in with a trainer. The Knights will now await word from the NRL Integrity Unit before deciding upon what, if any punishment, will be handed down to Caelan Ponga and Kurt Mann. Uh, Peter Parr only just joined the Knights, what, about four weeks ago? Uh, it's not been a great start to his uh, tenure at the Newcastle Knights. I'm sure he's not really enjoying himself, but we'll wait and see what happens with that Caelan Ponga and Kurt Mann situation. But with Bradman Best, Tawala as well, David Clemmer before that, Knights fans, uh, there's a Knights fan in this building who is despairing at the moment about what is happening to his club. Um, I'd be interested to hear from you, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is a season that has just gone from bad to worse for the Newcastle Knights. 22 minutes to 6 o'clock. Now, news out of Brisbane this morning. Payne Haas says his preference is to stay at the Broncos. You'll remember about six or seven weeks ago, he was saying he basically wanted to leave. He wanted to go to another club, and then he said he would stay. Well, he now wants to stay long-term, apparently, at the Broncos. He's opened up about his future as the Broncos, uh, at the Broncos in the lead-up to Friday's blockbuster against Melbourne at Suncorp Stadium. The 22-year-old dropped a bombshell on the Broncos, as we know, by requesting an immediate release a few months ago, resulting in questions over his commitment to Brisbane beyond this season. But now uh, he's saying that he wants to stay uh, long-term. He sees his future uh, being long-term at the Brisbane Broncos. Now, he is contracted until the end of 2024, and his management will sit down with Broncos CEO Dave Donaghy and football boss Ben Eichen at season's end to determine if the Blues prop will be in Broncos colours next year. House has attracted interest from European rugby outfits, and the Broncos are mindful of history potentially repeating in terms of Sonny Bill Williams, who Payne Haas is very, very close to. But Haas said, I wouldn't say I have an itch to leave. He said, I don't even know where that European rugby's interest came from. I don't know how that came out. Europe is pretty cool, but I'm not worried about that. I have goals I want to tick off here in the NRL. I played rugby as a kid, but I'm not sure about all that. I'm enjoying my time playing rugby league. 
I'm happy here at the Broncos. My family live here on the Gold Coast, and my preference is to stay at the Broncos. I will say that, but things happen in rugby league, and I have to sort that out. I'm only 22, and people forget I'm still young. So I'm learning my trade here, and I want to tick some goals off first. Yeah, little, it, quite interesting, that statement. I'm not entirely sure if I'm more convinced by the fact that Payne Haas wants to stay at Brisbane or not after that, but he would be a good signing if the Broncos can retain him. A fantastic player, I know. There'd be a lot of interest from a lot of other clubs. Broncos fans, you'd love to have him. I think any team would really love to have Payne Haas at his best, a part of their team, and he's going to be a big part of the Broncos run into the finals if they're going to do anything in this year's final series. Jason on the text on 0457 736 736 says, Dan, couldn't care less where the grand final was played. Majority of people watch it on TV. It's a non-story. Thanks, Jason from Windsor. Look, I have to agree to an extent. Um, I would wish we would just get on with the decision. It's been going on for months now. Uh, whether it's going to be played in New South Wales, where it's going to be played in Queensland. Um, And you're right. Um, If it's in Sydney, what, 80-odd thousand people go there. The rest of everyone watches it on TV or at a pub around Australia. And uh, Suncorp holds, what, 51, 52,000. So, yeah, obviously the majority of people will be watching it on TV. But I think it's important in terms of just the fact that we need to know where it's going to be played and also for the two teams, and we don't know who the two teams are going to be yet, but for the two teams who are going to be involved. But thank you for your text, Jason. I agree. Hopefully we'll get a decision today. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Some news out of Teamless Tuesday. We'll look at that after the break. More of your texts as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is 18 to 6. Yeah, good to have you company through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. We have SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Now, Patton Hills after 6 AM through our Queensland stations. Um, is It's Goat Wednesday today on their show. Luke Hodge will talk AFL. Cam Smith will join them uh, talking all things NRL. And Ian Chappell will join them after announcing his retirement from the commentary box. Yeah, that news came through. I meant to make mention of it yesterday. Um, and we just ran out of time. It was a busy show yesterday. Yeah, Ian Chappell announcing just the other day he's going to retire, going to step back from commentating, being a commentator for a very, very long time post-retirement course, mostly known for his work on Channel 9, but has worked on various radio stations as well. I had the opportunity to work with Ian Chappell just a couple of times a few years back at another place um, and was a delightful person, obviously nice as cricket and very, very insightful. So yeah, sad to hear about Ian Chappell's retirement. So he'll catch up with Patton Heels after 6am this morning. That's through SENQ 693am and also SEN 1620am through Sydney, through SEN 1170am, Vossi and James Magnuson this morning after the 6 o'clock news. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 This one from the Big G talking NRL Grand Final where it should be played 
not just this year, but ongoing. He says, morning, Dan. I'm a traditionalist, so I want the grand final to always be played in Sydney. But if I had to concede, it should go to Brisbane once every four years. See, I'm pretty much on Big G's line. I would love to see it being played in Sydney every year. I'm from Sydney, but it's always been played in Sydney. Um, I've grown up watching it in Sydney. People uh, for many, many years, many generations have grown up watching the NRL Grand Final in Sydney. But we are now, uh, well, we're not a national game, um, but if we want to expand the game, as I said, we're getting the Dolphins in the competition. I wouldn't have a huge issue with it being in Queensland every four or five years. He also says, I put out the question at the top of the show about the most valuable players in the run home to the final series and in the final series. He says, my most valuable player in the run home will be Nathan Cleary. Once he comes back, he will want to make up for the last five weeks. Yeah, people forget he's still got to come back. Penrith still have a host of stars to come back over the next few weeks leading up to the final series. Cheers, the Big G. Thank you, Big G. We'll get to more of your texts in a second. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 NRL Grand Final, most valuable players. Um, and what do you make of the Newcastle Knights situation? There's a text there from Rex I'll get to in a second. Um, it has to turn around big time there. Uh, some of that off-field behaviour and just some of the behaviour, full stop, um, is not really, really going down well with a lot of Knights fans. And you'd have to expect Adam O'Brien would be under some kind of pressure up there in Newcastle. All right, some news out of Team List Tuesday. And the Rabbitohs look set to roll the dice with Latrell Mitchell named to play in the grand final rematch tomorrow night, despite leaving training early with a groin injury on Monday. There are plenty of people who think the Bunnies would have won last year's premiership with Latrell on the team, and the star fullback may be playing even better now with 12 tries in seven games since he returned from injury. South Sydney stocks have been further bolstered by the inclusion of Lachlan Ilias, who missed last week's big win over the Eels with a lower back concern. His kicking game has been outstanding in recent weeks. Uh, the defending premiers have been hit hard by injuries and suspensions lately. And while they're still missing Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, James Fisher, Harris and Taylor May, there is some good news with Liam Martin cleared to play um, despite leaving the ground last week on crutches. Parramatta's hope to sneak into the top four have received a huge boost with staff halfback Mitch Moses back at the side after he broke his finger in round 20. Uh, the Storm's mid-season crisis in the back line looks to be over, with Jerome Hughes named to return from a shoulder injury after just one week out. He's been named alongside Cameron Munster in the halves, although there's every chance the Maroon star switches with Nick Meaney after a successful few weeks at fullback. There's a double blow for Manly, whose season continues to go from bad to worst. Uh, no Jason Saab with an ACL and Jack Dravojevic for the rest of the season. Mixed news for the Cronulla Sharks and Matt Moylan and Connor Tracy both back in the starting side, while veterans Andrew Fafita and Aidan Tolman return on the bench. But cult hero Toby Rudolph, uh, Rudolph is out for up to a month with a medial ligament injury, while destructive centre Cersei Fatelikai will miss his second game in a row as he continues to rest a shoulder injury he picked up in State of Origin. Meanwhile, the Roosters have decided to play it safe with Lindsay Collins and Takiyaho. They've been both given another week to recover. And a triple treat for the Raiders with Nick Kotrick returning from suspension. Joe Tarpany has recovered from a rib injury. And coach Ricky Stewart is back from his one-game ban. That's just some of the news out of Team List Tuesday.
Uh, now, concussed players at the World Cup in Qatar will be assessed using new Australian-owned technology as part of the most extensive set of head injury protocols FIFA has ever used at a major tournament. Neuroflex, a virtual reality headset which tracks eye and head movements to help facilitate a safe return to play, has signed a partnership uh, deal with uh, the World Cup. Um, now, this includes uh, that includes the World Cup, which kicks off on November 20, and is the first in which teams will be permitted to use a concussion substitute in line with the International Football Association Board's ongoing global trial, regardless of how many of the usual five subs have been made. After being successfully tested in Super Rugby, the SANFL, and last year's FIFA Arab Cup, the Neuroflex system will be available um, this year. So it will be used in the World Cup to uh, monitor concussed players, which I think is a very, very good idea. Meanwhile, um, the women's cricket summer has been revamped, a revamped schedule. They're going to be playing in their first ever test against South Africa as part of a major increase in long-form games while a calendar window has been created for the long-awaited launch of women's IPL. Uh, these are the key takeaways from the women's global schedule for the next four years. Formally released by the ICC yesterday, with the consistent presence of test matches underlining Cricket Australia's commitment to create new horizons for their world-dominating team to conquer. Uh, we know Meg Lanning has taken an indefinite break from the game in part so she can uh, reset uh, after achieving virtually every goal for her team over the past five years. While this summer will be devoid of tests, a total of five we played over the next three years, including South Africa at home in 2024, England at home 2024-25 and away in 2023, and India at home 2025 and 26 and away in 2023. This is a big increase in tests next to the mere three in the eight previous years. So good news for women's cricket. 0457 736 or 1300-011170. Uh, we'll finish off with a couple of texts in just a second. But Ricky Stewart has spoke publicly for the first time on the cusp of his return from his historic ban. Uh, the Raiders gave a shout-out to his great family, an absolutely wonderful group of friends. Uh, we know he was hit with a $25,000 fine and one-week suspension. He spoke last night and he said, I've got a great family and I've got an absolutely wonderful group of friends, group of mates. I love them even more now. I've certainly found that when you're in a bit of time of adversity, you certainly know who your friends and your supporters are. That's one thing I've learned this week. Um, he was asked about their win as well, 26-22 of the Dragons. He said, I was very confident that we'd go out there and win on the weekend. We should have won by more. So Ricky Stewart back in charge of the Canberra Raiders. couple of texts to finish things off on this Wednesday morning. This one from Rex saying players' contracts should be match-based. Maybe then they would have given us stuff if they play or not. Uh, you've heard a few people suggest that. Um, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but I like the suggestion, and I think it would yeah probably wake a few players up. Thank you, Rex. And this one from the Chookman to finish it off, finish us off. Hi, Dan. I'm another transitionalist. Traditionalist, leave the grand final where it belongs and stop changing the rules of the game as well. Uh, yes, I think a lot would agree with that. Kiri, the key for the Roosters, in my my opinion, the Chookman on the text. Yeah, he's going to be very very important if the Roosters are going to continue their finals charge. Thanks for all the texts this morning. Tomorrow, we'll continue our road to the World Cup with Jonathan Gallo. Breakfast coming up across the SEN network after the news at 6am, and I'll see you tomorrow from 5.
Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.